And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. my public life as an American nerd. I'm your host, Kevin. And today's show, we are going to be talking about some uh, some trailers uh, that recently dropped. We're going to be talking about some box office. And of course, of course, we're going to be talking, you know, what is the show without some DC, right? We got to talk DC. Um, but James Gunn, uh, The Rock, they've given us plenty of material Peter to Saffron. talk about, Peter Safran to talk about for the next couple years. So we'll be discussing that ad nauseum on the show forever, it seems. Um, <laughs> but our big our big topic for today is going to, we're going to be talking about the uh, DC's, uh, the CW Arrowverse. Um, the Flash has recently announced its premiere date for its final season. Um, so we thought this would be a good time as any to have that conversation, talk about the CW show, see what we think about them, talk about the ones we like most, what we like about them, what we don't like about them, things like that. Um, but I think we have some introductions. We have quite a few people on the show, and I'm excited to have everybody on today. Um, and of course, you know, joining me today, as usual, is the amazing, the awesome, the the uh, nerd uh, toy collector extraordinaire. The Godfather of Toys, Christian. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Good to see everybody. Good, good. Yeah, it's nice to see you too. And of course, as you've heard already, my son Elijah is also <laughs> on the show with us today. How you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? We're doing. I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Um, and of course, we got some really, really special guests uh, joining us today. Uh, of course, this is going to be his uh, second, third time on the show. I think this is big number three for Nickish, right? Number three, third timer, three times club. Dude, yeah. welcome to the show. So happy to have you. Super excited. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Of course, man. Of course. And of course, they are making their second, their second appearance on the show. Please welcome Yam. Yam, so nice to have you. How Hi. You <laughs> happy to be here again. Good. Again, good. That's awesome. And for the first time, we have a very, very special guest. This guy, he's a Flash uh, expert extraordinaire. Uh, he's a nerd <laughs> of epic proportions. Um, and one thing you all have in common, one thing everyone, every single one of you have in common on this show, except for me, even my son, even my son, is you all, and especially this guy, big D and D nerds. Um, and I say nerds lovingly, of course. And of course, I'm talking about Jeremiah. Jeremiah, how are you doing today, sir? Thank you for joining us on my life. My public life as an American nerd. Hello, happy to be here. Good, man. Good. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming on. I just thought this would be a perfect time to have you on because we will be talking about the flash and we will be talking about DC stuff. Um First, let's just really kind of, I just want to send some uh, some positive vibes and some thoughts to uh, Mr. Jeremy Renner. Um, I know we've all kind of heard about what happened to him. I think this was on the second or third of this year. It's like a really weird, really horrible way to start the new year. Um, from what we've gathered, he was, or he's obviously in the hospital. He was hit by a snowplow, um, ran he over. Was. Yeah. Yeah. 
he was in critical condition. He um, was helping you know, as a superhero would. For for those of you who don't know, Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye um, from the uh, MCU. Oh, and he also um, played Tag. Yes, he also played Tag, um, which is a movie we all love. Um, and yeah, he was uh, helping a family member with their car when they got stuck <clears> in the snow. And as he was doing so, the snowplow came and hit him. Um, he released a picture from the hospital, I believe, two days after he was in there saying thank you to for all the kind wishes and stuff like that. Uh, he looked pretty bruised up as any one person would. Um, he had some lung injuries, his some uh, leg somehow injuries. Hawkeye never had that much injuries. Yeah, somehow he never did. With the bow. That is true. That is true. Um, but yes, uh, so we all, uh, my public life as an American nerd, we all send our positive thoughts and vibes out to him and uh yeah, seems to be getting a lot better, though. He seems to be doing well. Uh, from last time we checked, he was in the hospital doing some physical therapy stuff and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, getting better, which is awesome, which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, so this is going to be one leap to another. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Evil Dead Rise trailer. So did you guys have the opportunity to see this thing? I did. You I did? Okay. What's that? I've seen a few different trailers for the movie. Okay. Uh, Nickish, did you get to no, see it? No, I didn't watch the trailer. I, I saw a, a clip somewhere on it, but uh, no, I've only seen the posters. Okay. What about you guys, Christian? Yeah. I, as my camera goes out, yes, I did see it. Um, I... I mean, I, I, I'm not as attached to the property as you might be, Kevin, so like, yes. I'm really curious to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and what about you? Did you see it? I did not see it. <laughs> Was that out D- of uh, just uh, not not caring to see it, or was that like kind of a? I know you're not I a huge am... horror movie person, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big horror movie person. <laughs> no, that's totally cool. So that's that. Okay, um, so I want to get kind of a gauge from everyone here. What are your guys' thoughts on Evil Dead? Are you guys fans of the franchise, or yes or no? I like Evil Dead. But three words for the trailer: not going. Well, no, it's two word. No, <laughs> two words. Uh, high school, right here. That's what it's teaching them nowadays. <laughs> what about you guys? What about? Uh, let's start with Nickish. What are you? Uh, are you an Evil Dead fan? Yeah, I mean, I love uh, Bruce Campbell as Ash. I think my favorite movie in the series. I've seen all the movies. I just haven't seen Ash versus the Evil Dead. Okay. Um, but I, I saw the first episode of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which is very good. I just never returned to it. Excellent. Uh, I love it. But I think Army of Darkness was my favorite one. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, always a, a good time. And it seems like they're trying to do the whole, you know, freshen up the franchise thing. I thought they would have gone with, like, a crossover between the you know, Ash and the other character from the newer Evil Dead movie. The 2013. That, that was a good movie. You that know? was very good. But it's just, I thought they would have maybe been like, now they're teaming up. Because everybody <laughs> seems to love cool. Ash. Because yeah. you do have the, there was a quick, at the very end credits of the 2013 version, you get a quick glimpse of yeah. Ash. And he just says, groovy. And then that's it. Um, but they claim they just did that just for pure fan service. <laughs> um what what about you jeremiah are you a fan of the franchise at all have you paid much attention to it and it's okay if you haven't you know be honest 
I have seen parts of, I think it's the Army of Darkness where he goes back in time. And I, I'm well aware of the, this is my boomstick, which is mm-hmm. one of the best lines of course. in movie history, in my opinion. Uh, I did see the remake. Uh, that's the only one I actually really watched. And even mm-hmm. though I'm not a big horror guy, I did enjoy that. Um, and I, it seemed like the trailer for the new one had some callbacks to the to all the past ones. So I thought that Absolutely. was cool. I would definitely be willing to check out this new one, but it does seem very, very creepy. And I always seems creepier when they add kids to it in the mix too. Yeah, something creepy about uh, evil kids that nobody really... <laughs> really likes um yeah so personally i'm a massive fan of the evil dead franchise um i've loved every single one including the uh 2013 remake i thought that was really really well um i think this is a really really cool idea to kind of do like a different story every time from going forward because you know ash was such an integral part of the franchise obviously what uh, bruce campbell and sam raimi did with the earlier um you know with the evil dead one two and army of darkness and even up to you know uh, ash versus evil dead um was so ingrained in the series that i think it's i think this is the only way you can do it you can't really replace ash with a new hero or a new heroine or anything like that like it'd have to be you know, that'd be really, really hard to do. So I think doing these standalone kind of, it's a big world, right? Like anything, it's like the same people that, you know, when you talk about Scream, for example, right? Like I know there are certain very, very big portion of the Scream audience who believe that, you know, the franchise can't go on without Sydney, right? Because it is Sydney's story all in all. And I love Scream Mm -hmm. as well. But I do think that there's just, obviously it's a huge world and you can tell a million different stories using these kind of, uh, characters in these plots i'm pretty um, sure there was a character in one of them that they were about to kill sydney and they said the story must go on sydney well yeah i mean it is it is her it is her story um but i think the evil dead franchise kind of falls on the same category where um you can still exist in the same world um just kind of using different characters and such and i think it's it's a really really cool idea i thought the trailer looked good i only watched the red band trailer at first i did not watch the green band trailer till we went to the theater i was trying to avoid it because i didn't want too much of the story you know what i mean like i just i'll take whatever they gave me um and of course you have to have a green band trailer to show to enough people um to a general audience so we happen to you know, we watched Megan yesterday and we happened to see um, the Green Band trailer. Uh, but I think it looks really good. I think it looks really creepy. The 2013 legitimately scared me. Like it was probably one of the scariest movies of the past 10 years or the past decade, I think. Um, and I think, you know, the original Evil Deads didn't do that. They were more like campy, on purpose horror comedy. Uh, I do like that they're diving into the more horror aspect with these ones. Uh, And with Sam Raimi on board, you know, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell are coming back to produce. Uh, They're still involved in the franchise and they're still, you know, kind of giving it their special stamp. So I'm really excited for it. I think it looks great. Um, It's coming out in April, April. uh, Sorry, I have it in my notes here, April 21st. So yeah, I think it's a really, really cool direction for the franchise. I think it's uh I think it looks legitimately scary and it has one of the creepiest line deliveries in any trailer I've ever seen. Um, There's a a line where she's talking, she says, you know, mommy's with the maggots now. And there's something about that that really, really hit me. And I was like, I don't like that at all. Um, So, yeah, I will fake being sick and I go to that. (laughs) No, you know, I mean, listen, 
Y'all don't have to go to it. I, I've already <laughs> I've already come to the assumption that I'm going to see that movie by myself because there's no way my wife's <laughs> going to see it. There's no way. Um, Eli's not going to see it. Um, I might change my mind. You know, might change your mind. Um, you know, this movie, they actually had to build an industrial sized kitchen for the amounts of blood they used. Oh, in, wow. Which Where's is oh my God. just incredible. Mm -hmm. And the director even put out a quote saying, uh, this is an experience filled by blood. So, I mean, take that as you will. There's going to be lots of blood, lots of gore, but I think it'll still be a uh, weird to say it'd still be a fun time so i'm excited to check it out um so that comes out april 21st i'm really excited for that um our next piece of news is not surprisingly avatar 2 avatar the way of water has overtaken maverick at the box office so it became the highest grossing movie of 2022 even though it didn't make all that money in 2022 which is kind of <laughs> you know it is cheating it is cheating um but it's you know it's james cameron it's moving up i don't know how much money it made this weekend because this report came out on thursday uh so it's probably made another you know last weekend what i had a zero percent drop which is almost unheard of You're crazy uh, yeah. in the audience yeah it's insane and christian uh had a chance to go see it he saw it yesterday has anybody else seen it we so, still okay. haven't seen it. <laughs> so me and Christian are the only two that have seen it. Um, and I think we have a little bit differing opinions on it, um, but that's totally cool. Christian, what did you think of Avatar The Way of Water? It was, It's interesting because I think, you know, we, we've all kind of talked about our opinions about the Avatar movies, regardless of how we feel about James Cameron. And I think, I, I think similarly, we both walked into the theater, uh, not necessarily apprehensive, but not expecting like much, I would say. Right. Um, I, I think it's really, I think, you know, we do this, I, it's not that we do this for a living, but like, you know, we do this no, regularly no. where we, we go online and we talk about our feelings about movies and, you know, like we, we really pick things apart. And then I, I forget, I think, you know, like I talk to, to normal people that aren't in the bubble yeah. and, you know, it's the, those opinions can be really different. And like, I think what I'd really tried to do with this is not be that like super critical online person watching avatar 2 and as an artist um i was just amazed by like all the design it's like a feast for your eyes mm -hmm. um like all of the creature designs the mech designs were incredible like there's just some like little tiny details that were really well done uh i felt like the story was better it was definitely overstuffed um mm -hmm. i i see why he did that and i don't want to get into spoiler talk until we've all seen it but right. there's some definite things that i think i might have probably been it, it would have benefited to take out i guess but it's it's a long it's a long time <laughs> Right, like sitting there. Um, but it, time. I know, uh, Kevin, you said um, that it felt it felt like it was six, right? Like to you, um, and I don't know that I would go as far as to feel like it was six. I checked my watch twice during the movie, um, but like those effects, it's crazy because if I like, I went back and I just locked, looked looked at some like scenes from the original Avatar, which I thought was like breathtaking to see at the time, but now it looks like you know PS five stuff. Mm -hmm. compared to what like they did now now it's just like i i think another thing too is the effects are so good that you don't even think about it mm. it's like you it's almost like you're taking it for granted for like what it is and then it's just like 
you know, I, I kind of don't mind that a lot of it that, you know, that they have like derivative things um, more so in this, you know, like, oh, like teenagers getting along and how, how they kind of grow relationships and, right, right. you know, th- there's a lot of like, you know, tropes, but uh, I, I'm kind of with what they were doing, like, dude, he had invented a fucking world, yeah. you know, um, and that, I, that to me is admirable. Like, you know, there's a huge team of people that worked on this and, and, you know, it was, this is a, a huge achievement in filmmaking. Absolutely. So. Um, I'm not saying it's like the greatest movie, like <laughs> at all. Um, but like effects wise, that was um I, I it's it's enough for me to go see it again just to like really take it in. Maybe this mm-hmm. time we'll see it in IMAX. So absolutely but yeah, Kevin, what about you? Yeah, so we saw it uh last Monday. We saw it in 3D um at the Evergreen Theater over here. Um it was, uh, you know, I felt the so so that it looked beautiful, like it looked absolutely gorgeous, and I totally agree with you on that aspect. Like it's a feast for the eyes. Like there's so much, really, really cool three D. Yeah, we did. I did too. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah. and I, I love the three the way the three D worked. Like the you know James Cameron knows how to film in three D, and it, it feels like you know it it it's an immersive experience. Like it feels like you're there. I, you know, like you said, I felt like the. So I felt like the characters were a little bit more developed. I felt like the relationships were a little bit better. So I felt like the the family relationships between all of them, the the world of Pandora, the spirituality of Pandora, the um, you know, just the basic day to day stuff, I thought was really really great. Like that's where I got sucked in, and that's where I was like, okay, like I'm into this. And then the second this, I swear, the second the plot kicked in, and you find out what's going on, and you find out the humans are just being a holes again. I was like out, like I checked out like that. I was like, I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, so like, just like done with it all already because I had already seen it the first time it felt like, and I was like, okay, it wasn't a rehash of the first one, but it felt like he just kind of reused a lot of the same elements to tell the story, except, you know, again, it's, it's not major spoilers, but again, Soli now has a family, right. And in, in the body of an avatar. Um, and I felt like that's where the stakes were a little bit higher obviously this time around um i thought the other the water navi stuff was really really cool um like i said gorgeous absolutely gorgeous there were some scenes in there that i just wanted to live in forever like i thought it was really really beautiful but the the, the story was just it just didn't do anything for me at all like i was getting bored i was just like all right like we get it the bad guy is trying to get this let's just let's let's move along let's move on to the next thing um but i mean i i still I'll probably watch it again at some point just to kind of get my bearings again and just, you know, just to, I like to watch movies a couple times, even if I didn't like it, just to see if there's anything I might've missed to kind of pick up on. Um, And it also could have been, you know, I hadn't seen a 3d movie in since the last avatar. Right. So I don't know if that played into the, the, it filling so long and it just kind of wearing it out. Listen, I'm a little older now, right? 42. I don't know if I'm supposed to be seeing 3D movies anymore. Uh, my eyes aren't as good as they used to be. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I, uh, but I totally get what you're saying, you know, and that's totally cool. That I, I mean, I get what you're saying too because yeah. we talked before I saw it, and like, there, yeah, there's. I mean, without spoiling it, you know, in the first movie, there's Adam Hentium or whatever Unobtainium. 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 <laughs> which surprise surprise they were unable to obtain um so in what? this movie i know <laughs> um so in this Talker. movie there's another like little macguffin that they actually don't introduce until like two-thirds 
of the way yeah. through the movie. And I yeah. think that's where I'm like, oh, I, and I kind of feel like, and I, I don't want to hate him for it because I think it's a good thing. And I think this is you James can. Cameron's way of like, <laughs> you can. of like, that's fine. I, like without preaching, like trying to help the environment. You know what I mean? Like bring it to like a more global awareness. Um, and a- but yeah, it's a little schlocky, like a little bit. Yeah. And then there's also a, a like a, a, a an actor that I did not know was going to be in the movie that I adore. Mm. Um, if you guys are familiar with like Flight of the Concords, um, then you guys will be excited to see uh, a very specific person yeah. in the movie uh, um, doing an American accent, by the way, which is really, yeah. really cool. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like they they needed a way to be. I, I think they just needed a way. The talking whales were really cool. I thought that was really cool, and that was probably Beautiful. one of my favorite parts. Was like, the what? Fun. sorry, <laughs> hey, hey, what? The what? what? Rewind yeah. real quick. I've seen whales, but I didn't know. They I gotta, were. I gotta get me to a theater. It's, <laughs> it's, it was cool. I, I actually really like that, and I, I don't know. I, I think maybe it's because of like the emotional state that I've been in that I was just like, like you right. know, just like glued well, yeah, to the... it. Yeah, it's a beautiful world to get lost in. Like I can right. totally, you know, I like I said, I and I, I like the messages, right? I like what James Cameron's trying to do and what he's trying to say. Um, but like you said, it does feel a little schlocky, you know, it feels a little um just kind of sloppy. And, and the thing that bums me out the most is like this is gonna be James Cameron for the next 10 years, right? We're not yeah, gonna man. get we're not gonna get like another, we're not even like the first avatar blew people away in a sense, whether or not you liked it or 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 hated it. Like it still was something new. It felt, you know, it looked beautiful. It was this brand new thing that we hadn't. Of course, we'd seen the basic story before, you know, yeah. Pocahontas, Ferngoli, whatever you want to say. But it was something different and unique. Uh, before that was Titanic. And right. then, you know, you have T2, all those great movies, but we're not going to see anything else like that for him from for a long time. Somebody said that way, The Way of Water is like James Cameron's greatest hits. Like it is. He's- absolutely. Because there's, I mean, I, again, without trying to spoil anything, there's like a bit like the Kate third Winslet's act. Kate Winslet's in it. Kate Winslet's in it. And then the third act is like, it, it's like there's some Terminator in there. There's some Titanic in there. There's some aliens. Like, some aliens in there. You know, there's Gordy Weaver's in it too. So yeah. it's like, um, yeah, it's it's like James Cameron kind of like a mixing pot of all of his movies. Like all Absolutely. Into, so 100%. Yeah. Well, that's a great. I mean, have you guys heard that uh, Avatar three, the Fire Nation, are gonna attack? <laughs> in, the, in the fourth one, it's it's time for the Earth people, and yep. there you go. Yeah, you know, pretty exciting stuff. You know, that's a it's 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 Avatar. It's Avatar. <laughs> yeah, through, through it's it's Avatar. The avatars are merging. They're and merging. Yeah. yeah. Next time, next time you'll get just a big collab. Um, but yeah, so you guys check it out. Next time uh, we'll see the arrows on their head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So well, As, a question real quick. Yeah. You two mentioned uh, the length of it. So yes. what if uh, they had released like maybe a shorter version and then when they brought it to like Blu-ray, 4K and digital, they released like an extended version. That would have been ideal in my opinion. Did. Do you think it would have made it better if they yes. had done that? Yes, absolutely. I think 100% this movie could, could do with... Uh, I'd say a good, well, it was like three hours and 17 minutes, right? Yeah, I think there's there's like some chunks that you could take out of like the end of the second Easily. act and the beginning of the third act. Um, I think that you could have moved that a little bit faster. I don't mind the, those moments where it's like you just kind of take it in and he kind of lets 
the scenery happen. Like I like that. That's the stuff I liked. Yeah, I actually liked the second act the best. Um, that mm-hmm. was actually like my favorite part of it. Um, I also just like I teach anatomy and like to see what they did with like the new tribes and like how they kind of show who yeah. they are with their anatomy. I thought it was just like some brilliant storytelling. So 100 uh, percent Um Eli, real yeah. quick, you saw it. Uh the, yes or no. Did you like it? Were you yes. was, were you a fan of it? Yes. Okay. Do you like it better than the first one? Do you even remember the first one? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. Oh, okay. No. Okay. All right. No, Eli, no, that's I fine. know you remember the uh, first one. <laughs> you know, you gotta I, you know, yeah, we haven't we watched it in a while. Watched the first one before I went. To the- <laughs> you did watch it. You watched it before we went to. Well, that was a year ago. Before we went to Dang. Disney World. But, anyways, um, this yeah, is familial stuff that we don't need to be talking about. Not <laughs> to be loading our uh, dirty laundry. Um, just real quick, I just wanted to bring up the fact that Michael Chiacano is going to direct the Them Them remake, um, which I think is an awesome choice i think uh he's uh he's proven himself with with uh, werewolf by night i thought he did fantastic with that um and he's going to be directing a remake of them uh first uh, first real quick have you guys seen them are you guys excited for this are you guys i'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, the 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 property i'm aware of it but i've seen other giant bug movies which i think we need more giant bug movies we don't get i agree yeah, I agree. What was the last one we got? I think the last one we got was was it Eight Legged Freaks? Oh, uh, I saw Starship yeah. Troopers. Starship <laughs> Troopers, <laughs> classic. Yeah, great movies. Yeah, I think Chiacano's a good director, and I think he's going to do good with this. Um, yes. So, yeah. Also, really talk. quick before we move on, since we're talking about Renfield, did you guys all see the trailer yes. for that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, as a fan of what they do in the shadows, I feel like this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for what they do in the shadows, because mm-hmm. it's it's like a, a vampire with this familiar. Uh, but in this case, we, instead we get like Nick Cage as Dracula, which is really cool. Um, Nicholas Holt, I love Nicholas Holt. So yeah. I'll watch it. That looks like fun. Yeah, two Nicks. What? Yeah, two Nick Nicks. Cage and Holt. Yeah, we got Nicholas. Yeah, Nick Cage and Holt. So yeah, uh, definitely. I I do want to check that out. That looks really cool. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, I think it looks great. So yeah, that comes out summer, I think, or fall, I think, of this year, right? Yeah. I think so. Um, so let's talk the next, the next, you know, the next whole section is going to be about DC stuff, man. We're going to get into some DC drama. We're going to get into some DC uh, shows. Um, but first, but first, um, Christian kind of wanted to talk about this. This was a variety variety article that was released earlier this week. Um, of course, about our buddy, about our pal, Mr. Dwayne Johnson and his... Um, I don't even want to call it a power play, but it really, it really felt like that since the beginning for Black Adam. Um, so uh, Nick and Yam, are just or have you guys all watched Black Adam yet? Yes, I watched it. Um, I okay. watched it a little while ago on HBO Max. I did fall asleep partway through it, and I woke up during some pretty cool parts, and then I fell asleep again because I was taking a long nap. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, big Shazam fan, and uh, kind of a classic uh, 2000s superhero movie made in the 2020s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you liked it, what you saw of it? I, <laughs> I I saw maybe five to ten minutes of it total. So I guess, yeah, um, the Superman part broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, 100%. Um, as everyone here knows, I absolutely loathe that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's... Uh, 
it's absolutely heartless, absolutely soulless. It's it's just it's I I have no no nothing good to say about it. Um, <laughs> At least we know who that throne was for. I like the, the character. Episode. I like the the the. Uh, you know, I just I, again we we don't have to rehash all of this. Let's not rehash all of this. Yeah, did you get a chance to see it? I did not see it. <laughs> okay. I was so I didn't even know Nick watched it at all. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to get you in trouble. Bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it was it was during my week off and uh I was oh, like I was like what what should I put on before I take my good nap? 100%. Um, put me so, to sleep. Put on Black Adam. Put on a Marvel movie. <laughs> there you go. Put on a Marvel movie and to take Guardians. Your... Um, so yeah, Christian, <laughs> Guardians uh, too, want... much better. <laughs> yeah, the first one's the best. Yeah, right. Um, but Guardians too has dancing room. Yeah, that's Guardians too. We're special. not gonna get into that. No, it's fine. <laughs> Guys, stop fighting. You said you'd stop fighting. Right. <laughs> um, Christian, I don't know if you want to talk about this a little bit more because you might be a little bit more familiar with the article. I read about it a little bit. Um, and I do know everything I've kind of known since the beginning. Like this was a right. power play. This was a vanity project. Um, it really had nothing to do with the character and how much Dwayne Johnson loved Black Adam. Had everything to do with him just showing off and being, you know, gaining control of some of DC. Um it, so the, the article was a little interesting because it, it just kind of showed like the escalation of like what he was trying to get out of his contract uh for the project. So obviously like you know we know that he he pushed for Black Adam having a solo movie instead of like just being a villain in Shazam's movie which is kind of where he belongs. Uh but right. um is more of an anti-hero. Yeah, but and then well, I don't know. I, not the way they played him cuz no. I don't it just he's just like every other hero in DC's yeah, universe 100%. right now. So, or at least in the old DC universe. Um it was like obviously like it was a big push. Um I, I think like the whole thing with Henry Cavill and Superman and getting Henry reinstated was like a big power play for him. Uh, just because so that, just so that the rock could go up against Superman. Yeah, I think what like, he was trying what to what set up was like a 10-year plan for Black Adam. Like he yeah. wanted to be the Thanos you know, of, of the DC universe um, and like setting up a trilogy on top of him, like appearing in like other movies. Uh, but on top of that, it was like, Hey, let's get my tequila bar going at the premiere. Um, PG-13 movie. Yeah. Which I, I don't think is a weird thing because Neither like, do I, I didn't think that was, you know, there's, weird. there's liquor bars at like Disney movies. So it's just because it's PG-13. Right. And I, I also like, I kind of, yeah, like the whole thing was he went over people's heads, like so he was going straight to Zaslav, like uh, you know, uh, and in the end, he's the rock, right? So it's right. like, who is he? Is he gonna like he's if there's anybody who can just walk into an office, you know, it's him. So I, I kind of like understand, I guess, uh, but it also like invalidated a lot of like middle management mm-hmm. over at Warner Brothers. Um, and I think that's what would kind well, of even push for a, a, a producer credit on the secret life of pet or that's yeah he was pushing pets. Um, just about the same thing it's uh, just, yeah same thing. pets um, and he did no promotion for that movie whatsoever even though he was a voice of right voice. and they even added like a post credit scene to help promote yeah. Black Adam on top of it are you which, serious yeah there's a whole <laughs> thing where Black Adam shows up with his dog or something I don't I don't I that's crazy I had no idea about that. Um, so it yeah so the, it was just it's all kind of cringy and the, I think the crazy thing is it's like you know this whole time you know 
The Rock's career in Hollywood's been like how many? It's not like what twenty years now. We yeah. think about, but I think this is kind of like the first time he's gotten like real negative press. No, I think I think when it started for me to really kind of the downhill kind of spiral of The Rock was during the Fast and Furious movies when there was that big old thing between him, Jason Statham, and Vin Diesel, like this big show of like and Tyrese yeah. and Tyrese, yeah. where like certain actors wouldn't you know get on their, you know, be lower than uh, the other character for some stupid reason. So if there was a face-to-face between, you know, Vin Diesel and The Rock, they had to be like the same height. Like it's so bizarre. Well, no, but this is, it was all in a report. Um, And there's certain like, all the actors could only, you know, each actor could only take a certain amount of hits you know, by the, yeah. the, by Vin Diesel or whatever, and, and their fights stuff. fights were all draws. Like it, nobody, won. nobody won. It just <laughs> so it, that's when it kind of like started to be like, man, this is like. I, I mean, to be fair, both him and Vin Diesel are kind well, of. Oh, oh yeah, all yeah. of them, all of them yeah. were kind of, and that's why you know I kind of felt like, you know, uh, that whole franchise to me is just. I haven't watched it all, so I don't know. I've heard it's fun i've heard it's great i have nothing against the fast and furious franchise um but that's when i kind of started seeing a lot of these actors in kind of different lights especially specifically the rock and vin diesel right um they just kind of showed that you know they're 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 just in it to show you know i I hate to say it but like and this is no offense to either of those actors because you know they're 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 good but like it's just this show of like like i said before toxic masculinity that i just don't care about um and like I just it, that just put a bad taste in my ha- in my mouth from the beginning when I first heard that report, and it's just been downhill since with The Rock, um, with Dwayne Johnson, I should say. Sorry, um, and there's also you know the whole thing where you know like I've, I've I've been saying this, you know, I felt like you know Black Adam has always felt like a vanity project more so than a passion project, right? Yeah. Like you have passion projects like Deadpool that. Are le- they? I legitimately feel like there's heart and soul behind them, and these people actually want to make a good, fun movie. Like they care about what the audience wants. Black Adam, on the other hand, did not feel like that whatsoever. Yeah, no, it was a paint by the numbers. So, also in that same article, um, weird thing is like some of the WB execs said that uh, they are open to Ezra Miller returning uh to the yeah. flash role after the release of the flash movie now i <laughs> yeah. i totally get that they don't want to announce that they fired him before the movie they still have to promote this movie right and i get that but like to announce that like we're open to it like especially like a week or two after they like said that they are firing henry cavill um mm-hmm. i i should compare the two things because they're two different things but like he's got felonies dude like even like right. it's it's already like yeah. crazy that like through all of this, through the restraining orders, through all of like the indictments or, or whatever, like he's been doing like reshoots. Right. They I'm so sorry, they <laughs> they've been doing reshoots, you know, and like I it's crazy that like WB is like just pretending like I don't know what you guys are talking about, like are just not addressing anything that's mm-hmm. going on with Ezra and like I don't know, I don't know what you guys are thoughts. I think it's wild that Ezra Miller is the one that they are openly saying, oh yeah, we can we can bring them back. What are you talking? Yeah, we'll Mm -hmm. bring them back for the flash. And then for but like for Superman, it's been like maybe maybe Henry Cavill's not not Superman. Right. (laughs) But he's currently he just doesn't have a movie. And like like over 
the past, what I re recently realized was about 10 years. Uh, for the past 10 years since his, you know, Man of Steel, I was just always sound like, yeah, he's Superman, no big deal. And then like a month ago, Nick was like, he hasn't had a movie since 2016. He hasn't had a solo movie since Man Insane. of Steel. I was like, and then I was like, oh my God, he doesn't have, he's not Superman. <laughs> right. Everyone's just been like, oh, who's going to be the next Superman? And I'm sitting here thinking like, Henry Cavill is Superman. Well, there have been like ben, ben Affleck is Batman, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just like in the DCEU that they've established. And then now they're just not making movies with them anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I guess Gal Gadot included for Wonder Woman, but Ezra Miller, right? Criminal seems... is like the one that they're going to bring back openly. Yeah. It seems bizarre because I'm I'm in the same boat you were, Cam. Like I I every when I picture Superman, especially the iteration that we're supposed to have, like it's Henry Cavill every single time. It's Henry time. Cavill. Mm -hmm. Um, even though he's only had one movie and he was in, you know, Batman vs Superman and Justice Both League. Justice but, League movies. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but there's also been some some um, reports that have come out about Henry Cavill over the past couple weeks um that oh, no. um, also could play into um why he's not playing Superman anymore and why he left the Witcher and um there's all these different well he's doing Warhammer yes um but there's all these different reports coming out now about his behavior on the Witcher set which were um troublesome to hear say the least um there, you know, have to do with, you know, of course, toxic masculinity and him getting into this whole gamer um, toxic mindset where almost a sexist mindset where, you know, the showrunners were kind of getting, you know, this is coming from a showrunner on the show uh, talking about how he had, um, you know, he wouldn't take orders from her. He would have to go around her to talk to this other guy and then they'd have to do this whole thing. It was this whole, you know, I don't know how concrete these accusations are but they're coming from someone who worked on the show and someone who was a showrunner on the show so who knows um but anyways uh, i kind of want to ask nick because uh nick uh has some opinions about it as well um how would you feel about them keeping ezra because we, we we had discussed about them keeping you know like harley quinn and like all these other characters yeah. and getting rid of everyone else i mean they're going to keep ezra and start new with everyone let's say you know they're even let's just theoretically Ezra's the only one they keep even what, what do you think <laughs> yeah I mean yeah my my whole thing is like we we as DC fans do need a hard reboot of a universe right and I can right. accept that and I will mourn my losses over time <laughs> uh despite a few really great movies and actors that I think we're going to lose along the way but if we are going to reboot a universe, it needs to be a hard reboot because otherwise it's not a reboot at all and we're still trying to scrape what, for some reason, WB thinks works, maybe, or maybe they... Oh, that's what why. does work. Come on, Nick, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> it's, we can't. Even the stuff that does work. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn, you know, a lot of the Suicide Squad, uh, James Wan doing another Aquaman or two. Scrap it. Let's re-envision the universe and we'll start fresh, you know? Mm -hmm. That, I think, is the best option for any DC turmoil, which is what we've done as comic fans every 10 to 20 years. We just restart the universe. We can move yeah. on. Right. Uh, and my other thing, just to transition to some of the Flash talk, is 
Ezra Miller, in my opinion, was an okay Flash. He didn't really get much to do. That was the not problem. a lot to do. You never got to see him really. The as coolest the scene was in the Snyder Cut at the end, and I think for me personally, as a a Flash family fan, mm-hmm. Barry Allen mm-hmm. only got popular again in 2011 after the right. New 52 reboot when they brought Barry Allen back and kind of usurped Wally West, the second or the third Flash. And so, like, I've never been a huge Barry Allen fan to begin with. I'm a big Wally West guy. I like Jay Garrick. I like Max Mercury, Jesse Quick. I like the Flash family as a whole, including Barry Allen. But mm-hmm. Barry Allen is such a weird choice to continue to try to champion for movies. We've already got the Grant Gustin show. We can just maybe start fresh with a Wally West movie. You know? Yeah, I think they should give us Wally. It's what we want. Right. No. Or at plans. least me and Nick. We. Yeah. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least the two, two of us. <laughs> I don't know. Barry Allen is just. We've had so much Barry Allen. One hundred percent. And I think uh, Jeremiah. So what, what? Who? Who's your favorite Flash? Uh. Well. Be, again, I, be honest. I got into the Flash um, a little bit before the show started. I think, and it's just I've been a fan of Barry because that's who I know the most. Uh, so I did. I, I prefer him in the comics. Uh, I I own, I own the entire New Fifty Two run of Flash, and oh. I really enjoyed that. Um, that's my that's who my favorite Flash is. No, okay. Uh, well, so uh, Ezra Miller. Were you a fan of Ezra Miller as Flash? Not as Barry? really. I think he did better in the Zack Snyder cut. He felt weird and awkward to me in the. Uh, oh yeah. The first one 100 percent. he still yeah. felt weird and awkward and like he wasn't as smart as he should have been i don't even think he was working for as a csi for uh i don't yeah i don't think he was no. working for a csi no, and that's not very that's not my very and so i i think that I, I do agree with what they've been saying like they should just recast everybody do a whole blanket reboot and stuff like because like if they're going to keep ezra miller and he's all had all these charges i haven't heard any negative press about gal gadot why aren't they right oh okay yeah no 100 and i think um i think what they're thinking so i think i think christian hit it right on the head right i don't think they're planning on keeping them but i don't think they're planning on publicly saying he's going to be gone before the movie comes out because mm-hmm. if they're like all right this guy is done after this like 100 i don't feel like i don't know if the movie will matter to a lot of people Right. I think a lot of people would just be like, all right, well, he's not the flash anymore. So why should I go watch this movie? So, Um, I mean, my thing is how fucking good is this movie? Like the way that WB, like WB just can't let go of this thing. And they have so much faith. And I've heard like a lot of like talk that like this is going to be like this was the one, you know, and like even though they, they've already said that they're rebooting the whole thing, like, what does it matter now at this point? But I think they're hoping this is going to be like their big billion dollar. Like, 100%. Movie. Yeah. And so, like you said, they can't say that they're going to get rid of Ezra like right before. So I, right. I honestly believe the plan is to get rid of him, but they're not going to announce it till after right, till till the movie's made, you know, millions of dollars, you know, the amount they need it to make. And then they're going to be like, yeah. yeah, you know what, guys, like, this guy's gone for like this person I feel like gone for. there might even be like a thing at the end that they've reshot and like you know like a, a weird time thing I don't know what they'll do with the flash uh, yeah, but so, a story reason for it to not be Ezra in the future 100% and I, I do it's hope it's going to be Wally 
It's going to be Wally. There you go. And you could do that 100%. Wait, okay. I was kidding. But what if, you know, what if at the very end they were like, oh, hey, hey guys, I'm just going to go. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm going to go. Be right back. And then Wally rolls up. So, let's say they do. I like it. I like if it. they do do Wally, who would you guys want to cast as Wally? Oh my god, I never even just thought of off that. the top of the dome. Gosh, I, I need know. a my my whole so, thing is I need. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I could tell you who I would want to cast as a berry, another berry, based on like what they've been doing, but I couldn't tell you. I don't know enough about Wally. who would be your berry. Uh, we've talked about it before. It would be um, Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Berry. Yeah, he's my pick for another another flash. We have talked about that. That's correct. Yeah. What about you guys? What about you the guy that played um Quicksilver? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Which, might one? Well, right? Which one? Aaron, John Aaron Peters or Aaron Taylor? Uh, uh, Aaron true. Taylor might be our next James Bond, so let's uh yeah, he might not have. I don't think he'll have time. <laughs> that's a good question though instead of going forward they we go back to like uh jay garrick i want to see more jay garrick and maybe max mercury like let's bring in some of the old old school people like let's bring justice society and one in the justice society but let's get some of the old older people that are more obscure i think 100 percent what are you saying is that the guy who wore the frying pan on his head which one is that yeah okay Cool helmet, and it's got little lightning bolts on it, Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a little. Uh-huh. Let's go yeah. back to those people. I want to see some of that stuff. What <laughs> if instead of going back in time, we go even farther down the timeline, like past Wally, past all those other flashes to Impulse? Oh, Impulse is good oh. too. See, there's so much to pull from from the yeah, flash. The baby I think boy. What they- <laughs> what they can do is they can introduce you know multiple flashes you know like you can have this whole you know uh, multiverse kind of a uh, kind of idea um which i think would be really cool which is something they've done with the flash tv show which is i um, think what they're going to be doing with the new movie yeah i think so too and i think there's going to be numerous flashes and i think one of those people can easily take over right. uh, i know ezra's playing multiple flashes yeah so 100%. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I think all in all, I think we all, uh, you know, Ezra Miller is, uh, you know, yes, he has a lot of felonies and stuff, but hopefully they get the help they need. And they're, you know, I'm not saying it's yeah. going to be a clean slate, but, you know, yeah. mental health is a pain in the butt. And yeah. um, I hope that they truly get the, they seem to be getting the help they need, which is awesome. So, um, so we will see where that where that whole thing goes. And that leads us to our next conversation, which is about, well, The Flash. Um, everyone's favorite TV version of The Flash, who is Grant and Gustin. Um, the show has been on the air since 2014. Uh, it just announced its final season will be premiering in February. Uh, season Arrow. nine. It'll yeah. be ending yes. with Flash. Yes. Yes, we're getting there. <laughs> yes, uh, started the whole Arrowverse started in 2012 with Arrow. Um, Barry Allen premiered on that show and then kind of spinned off into his spun off into his, his new show or into his own show. And that show has lasted for nine years, one of the longest running shows on the CW in general. Um, <clears throat> so first, uh, what are your guys's history with 
the CW shows? Are you guys fans of them? Um, Nick, let's start with you. Nickish, what what are your thoughts about the CW shows? Are you um, into them? Yeah, I've seen maybe the first three seasons of every CW superhero show. DC. That's show. when they start to kind of drop off a little. And then they drop yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I mean, I liked Arrow when it started. I liked Flash. I loved Arrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Shout out to Constantine. Mm-hmm. Um, best portrayal of Constantine we've had. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good show, and it's probably the best representation of the Flash we've had so far in live action. Same with Arrow. Uh, definitely good. dropped off after season three. I just could not put myself on any of the shows, not just the mm. Flash, but I couldn't put myself through the turmoil of uh, somehow, somehow not being fast enough every single episode. Every yeah, despite being, in fact, the Flash, and uh, I think the, the CW <laughs> has this thing where I'm I'm not a huge fan of 24 episode seasons anymore. Like 21 episodes, 24 episodes, I feel like that's way too many episodes too for a season. Yeah, um, 13, 14, honestly, is a magic number for me. I think um, most shows need to stick to that model because uh, I feel like when you get to 24 episodes, especially these CW superhero shows, They're it's reaching. a lot of filler. It's yeah. reaching. Like yeah. reaching hard um, i will say uh something that's helped me with uh shows like this we we saw this thing for once upon a time the mm-hmm. abc oh, yeah. Disney show yeah and it's like it just clicked for me because we saw somebody describe it as the genre of soap opera and it is. i was well, like yeah. that makes it so much more digestible because i know what to expect and i think right. that's what the cw shows kind of are is they're soap operas so all of they them. have a lot more of this drama and these reoccurring weekly problems. And I'm like, oh, mm. now I see what you are. I appreciate that much more. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Um, uh, Yam, let's go over to you. Are you a fan of the CW shows? Which ones are your uh, favorite? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Nickish because we watched, we would watch those shows together. And um, mm. I, Supergirl was my favorite. And I was really sad. I love I, Supergirl. Yeah. Supergirl is so good. I mm-hmm. have a no, no, no. I have a um a TV show accurate cosplay in my cos in my closet right now. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite cosplay that I have. It's amazing. I just I love Supergirl. She's just so because mm, I love the character. I love the comics. And so when mm-hmm. they're coming out with the show, I was super happy. Season two is my favorite. I only watched a few episodes of season three and I kind of fell off after that simply because I was like, Oh, let me, let me, you know, I'll binge it later. And then I never did. But the more yeah. I was seeing about it, I got kind of bummed. So I was like, I'm just going to keep my first two seasons to, in my heart and that'll be fine. 100%. And then just in terms of CW, I was specifically Supergirl. I know we're talking about the flash, but oh, I was really please. sad that they canceled Supergirl and then even more sad to know that all the budgeting for that show was going to Superman and Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. And when the entire premise of Super, not the entire premise, but like the first two episodes of Supergirl is her establishing herself and separating herself from her cousin. Right. And it's one of the, the first money lines in the show. She goes, you wouldn't be asking my cousin these questions. And Kat Grant is like, sick. Your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's one of the best characters. Oh, I love Kat Grant in the show. She's amazing. And so I was like, so it just, the, the allocation of budgeting in the CW shows just, just disappointed me because like, you're going to make this whole thing for Supergirl, make sure she's separate, make sure she is her standing on her own. And then mm-hmm. Superman gets his show 
with Tyler Hecklin and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Martian Manhunter, you can't be green anymore. <laughs> right. And it's like, dude, what? What? So, I mean, recently, I, I, I don't know, Kevin, you might know better than I do, but like CW was purchased, right? Or sold off. Yes. Right. So, uh, yeah, it. Uh, I can't remember. Gosh, if I can remember the name, but yes, they were sold off and they were talking about, they were discussing about how they're going to move forward with the programming. And it and seems like, do yeah, Superman and Lois. Syndication type stuff and right. cater yeah. towards... Because they said their main audience, which is weird, which is bizarre, especially for the CW, their main audience is in like their 60s. Yeah. Hey, they love Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale really that. speaks to seniors. Go ahead. What's my, up, grandma, my grandma loved Arrow. She oh, recorded yeah. every yeah. single rerun. She that was very crazy. happy. Every, I'm is... sorry, baby. I'll let you go on in a second. Yeah. My grandma before, when I saw she was recording it, I saw it on our TiVo. I was like, Grandma, are you watching watching arrow because i'm out here watching supergirl the flash right. and she goes yes i hope that felicity and oliver get together <laughs> that, is, that is adorable i was like do you watch the other shows she's like no i only watch arrow that is great That's That's adorable. Adorable. yeah it's the most frustrating thing in the world to me they come out with this age group they're like oh it's, it's these you know older adults these, these people who like these shows. So we're actually going to can these shows and we're going to make shows that we think they'll like. And I'm like, dude, no. they're watching your shows. Like, yeah. that That's the audience that likes your shows. So you're going to can those shows and be like, we're going to make what Mima really likes. <laughs> right. So I think one of the big problems is how they go about getting these surveys done. And it's still old school. They're calling people. Yeah. And most people our age... Don't pick up the no, phone if you answering. don't recognize the number. The only people that are like are old people. They're the only people. So they think, <laughs> I didn't think about that, that. Their biggest demographic is like these old people, but it's just like they're not getting a true idea of like who's watching these shows. So I th- I think it's sure seventy year olds love Riverdale. I'm I'm <laughs> no. convinced. Like that's so stupid. So that's insane. You know what? I, my grandma, my grandma would have eaten up Riverdale. Okay. She would have been. Rec- she would have watched. She would have watched every it's single drama. episode. I know. Absolutely. Is this what high school is like now? <laughs> um, I just. It's. It, I think it's a little bit ridiculous. But there was also a report, like uh, one of the the big reports that came out about the CW, is that for the past how many years they've been operating at a loss. For every dollar yeah, that they made yeah. advertising, they were spending two. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how they went on for this long. Um, honestly, like it's it's pretty crazy. Like their ratings are so low. Like even their best ratings um, are ridiculously low, and it's yeah. sad. So it's insane how they were able to sustain for so long. Yeah, right? I mean, you had you had these really big <laughs> cultural hits. Like you had these big cults. You know, Hot Topic was crazy about the CW, right? Like Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, they the were. Flash. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Supernatural fan, okay? I love Supernatural. It's my (laughs) favorite show of all time. Um, I wouldn't say of all time, but it's one of my favorite shows of all time. But I still don't understand how they were able to function for as long as they did with what they had. I Um, also wonder that. (laughs) Yeah, easily. Like, it must be the merchandise and stuff, right? Like, it must be be the cultural aspect of it. Just people Mm -hmm. eating the stuff. You know, Comic-Cons is like, 
I went to Emerald City Comic Con and they had a the CW had a booth there and they were just tossing out like flash t-shirt t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, wow, like this is cool. Like they were just giving away stuff. I'm like, you gotta sell these things if you want to make money. Um, but anyways, Jeremiah, what's your favorite uh CW show? Are you a fan of the CW shows? And uh what are your thoughts? Yes, uh, uh the flash obviously is my absolute favorite. I've seen every episode. Uh I'm super excited for the new season that's coming out. Uh, there were definitely some rocky parts. Uh, I saw some of Arrow. Legends Tomorrow was really great for the first two seasons. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed Supergirl. I only got through partway through the second season. Uh, I will, like, the biggest thing I have to say is about The Flash, because that's what I've seen the most of. 100%. Uh, and there's one thing that I've been hoping they're going to bring back that they haven't done since the very first episode, and that's where you get to see Barry do his day job, you get to see how his mind works mm -hmm. and everything, and they've never done that ever since. And yeah, it's really cool seeing him fight the bad guys and everything, but I want to, I, we, I need to see superheroes do their day job. I just want to see it. Yeah. And, and then like- part of their child. Playing the bad guy. He's the best version of Reverse Flash. I'm so glad to keep bringing him back. Mm -hmm. um, there um, are some things I don't like that they have done that divert from the comics, like just changing characters and their motivations and everything. And then my probably my biggest complaint is that instead of focusing on more of the history of the Flash, they're bringing in these characters that are in the newer parts of the comics, like right. um, yes. uh, well, what's his name? I, I it's been a while since I really read a comic book, like a year. Um, Godspeed. I'm glad mm -hmm. they brought him in, but I would have. He has so many other people that he we could have seen, and I wish they would have focused more on that and like the whole Force uh, quest and everything. I, I read that graphic novel and it was a great graphic novel, but the way they did it in the show, I'm not a big fan of it. And like his children now or whatever. And then apparently I was looking at the synapses for the uh, the ninth season and they're bringing in um, Red Death, which is super cool, but it's all new stuff. I want to see more of the old stuff. Like mm -hmm. I've been waiting for Max Mercury and I don't, and like why? Although I was surprised that they brought in um, Brandon Brainfart, uh, his daughter it's okay. from the future. The which one? His daughter from the future. Oh, Nora? Nora? Yeah, Nora. I was super surprised because she's like super obscure. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know a whole lot about her before she came in. I'm like, wow. All right, yeah. let's see more of this stuff. I want to see more obscure stuff. And I do like that right. they focus more on the ground level stuff. I think DC is really good about doing like down-to-earth stuff as opposed to these this giant ga galaxy spanning things like i like that they do that with the uh, crossovers and everything and crisis on infinite earth that was fantastic mm -hmm. i love yeah the way. crossovers are amazing yeah and those like, are my favorite episodes mm -hmm. and, and like the, the way they portrayed supergirl and lex Luthor. i was surprised at who they had for uh, lex Luthor. i thought he did a great job with mm -hmm. lex as much as I liked, uh, john crier right yeah 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 he was fantastic I enjoyed Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I thought he was very funny and an interesting take, but I thought the guy that they brought in for the TV show was even better than him. Mm -hmm. He did a great, great job. Yeah, 100%. Um, so we we watched we watched most of the CW shows. Um, I started out with Arrow. Like Arrow was like just the first like three seasons were amazing. Like I truly like legitimately loved the first three seasons. Um 
And I think that the, especially the stuff with Deathstroke and stuff, I thought was really, really, really well done. Um, and prior to what some people think, I I love DC. I really do. I, I know Are I you sure? I'm 100% <laughs> positive. I love DC. I love the characters. What? I love their stories. I know. I know. No, I love the stories. Um, you know, but when it comes to movies, TV, whatever, we, we were just talking about that. But I do think that the CW shows, you know, the first few seasons of each one of these were fantastic. Um, when the flash started, I was hooked. I watched, mm -hmm. we watched like the good first four or five seasons, actually. Yeah. Eli got involved and he caught up. And then um, we started watching the flash, like the flash kind of became our show on that network. Like he went off and watched legends of tomorrow. Um, I watched some of it wasn't too interested until they brought like Constantine in and stuff. That's when I got more interested. Um, and then Supergirl. I really love Supergirl. I thought Supergirl was really, really good. Um, it was kind of weird that it started out on CBS and then. Yeah, I was really frustrated with that. <laughs> super weird. Um, but then, you know, we uh, he's been watching. Uh, do you watch Black Lightning? A little bit. Of okay. It. Uh, the first season of Batwoman, I thought was pretty solid, too. I didn't it think was. it was horrible. I thought it was pretty good. Um but I think the Flash, so I remember when they first announced the Flash was going to be a TV show again, right? So obviously they did it in the 90s. They had that short-ran CBS show um, starring... Um, John Wesley. John Wesley. Yeah, yeah. yeah John Garrick. Um, and I was kind of like, because, you know, when they announced, you know, it came out in 2012, right? Um, you know, it seemed to me like the Flash could have been a character that DC could have used to kind of re redo their whole cinematic slate, right? Like they could have, you know, judging from the, you know, even after something like Iron Man, right, in 2007, I was expecting DC to come out and, you know, obviously the Dark Knight happened and all that stuff, which was obviously incredible. But I thought they were going to expand a little bit more and use a character like the Flash, not to necessarily mimic the success that Marvel had, but to kind of bring people back into the world, right? Like I, mm -hmm. I felt like that might have that should have been the right that would have been the right move. I, I think, um, you know, Superman is obviously Superman. Superman, he's going to bring in people, but I felt like the Flash was a way to kind of give the universe a little bit of levity, make it fun again, have people come back to the theater. So when they announced a TV show years later, I was a little bit shocked to be honest that they were doing it in TV and not putting it on the big screen where they could have revamped their whole slate and they could have had a whole new audience if they had released the flash in theaters when it had come out instead of TV. Um, that kind of shocked me a bit, but I thought it turned out really well. I thought Grant Gustin's a uh, really, really fun flash uh, Barry Allen. I think he's fantastic. Um, I think uh, Iris, what's the girl that plays Iris? Um, Candace. Yes, I think she's fantastic. I think the whole cast is great. I, even the girl who plays Nora is, she's probably my favorite part of that like show Cisco, now, to be 100% right? honest. Cisco, um, you know, Caitlin. I love I love Caitlin too. Like, she's fantastic. They're all great. Um, but yeah, like you said, after the first like three or four seasons, we, I, we still need to catch up. Like, we really do want to catch up so we could finish it off. Um, but it's just really, really hard to get back to back into it because uh, you know what you're going to get, right? Like that soap opera thing, like Nickish was talking about the, listen, I know it's really, really hard, especially when you're working on a, on a small budget for the like, and I hate to, to bag on special effects at all because people work really, really hard on it. Um, but you know, you're kind of going to get like, not like cinematic, you know, special effects. Some of it's going to be a little bit, you know, I don't want to say use the word cheesy, 
but uh, it's not going to be fantastic. But but you go into it knowing, and it works for the shows, right? Like it completely works within this universe. Um, and now we know that this universe does exist within this, the DCEU, right? We had Ezra Miller pop up as mm-hmm. the Flash uh, in an episode. It was a short thing, but it it honestly got me super excited. Like I was like, when I saw that, I was like, what is going on? Kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, But yeah, I think overall it's a decent show. It's a fun show. And um, you know, it's kind of crazy that it's uh, that it's going to end. But obviously CW needs to do what the CW needs to do. Um, Christian, what is your favorite? Um, I am not, I would say the last WCW show that I watched like WB. First, yeah I think it was maybe the first couple of seasons of Dawson's Creek maybe uh, oh my gosh yeah it's been a while <laughs> I, I, I did watch like some of because Dana at the beginning was into Riverdale and that wow that jumped a shark I feel like Riverdale now is like they just let the actors write the scripts uh, it's no really, they know. give the, they give the scripts to the actors day of day of filming that's what they do <laughs> Yeah, it's just like <laughs> day I mean, of filming. It's that like they're high school students and they and they run a nightclub and one is running a fight club. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's I remember that. Hey, I what's the first rule? Of his fight club? I don't know. Uh, is it like Sabrina's in it now, right? Like she came over from I the Netflix show too. Yeah. It got so bad that even Dana had to stop watching it. She was like, this is dumb. Um, <laughs> even but... She missed out on the epic highs and lows of Riverdale. I know. I I did watch the first few episodes of The Flash and also the first few episodes of uh, Arrow. And I liked it. I liked what, what I was watching i think um it was just maybe timing that i didn't mm-hmm. get around to watching it all but i think it's sad i you know that it, it kind of built up to something so big and now it's all just kind of coming down at least they're letting them finish the season you know and that's yeah and that's really cool involved, so yeah what sucks too is like um after cw was doing all their stuff they tried to do kind of more of like a premium thing with uh dc universe yeah Yeah. they they did uh titans doom patrol star girl harley quinn and then that was bought moved over to hbo max and now hbo max as we all know and love is kind of like well star girl's done uh titans will probably be done soon you know holding out for doom patrol which is one of our favorite shows yeah doom patrol Patrol. Yam's got a Yam's got a sick robot man tattoo. Nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, Harley Quinn is a great, great cartoon. Oh, I love Harley Quinn so much. Incredible show. Amazing. Yeah. So hopefully, after all the debris settles, they'll keep putting out some other shows. Maybe. Well, who knows what they're doing over there? Because they took off all those Looney Tunes episodes. Yeah. Um, at HBO Max, they took off like two hundred and something episodes or something what? like that. It's insane. Um, I'm gonna egg Zadzlov's house. What's that? Said I'm gonna egg Zadzlov's house. Right? No, one hundred percent. Just real quick, Eli, what's your favorite uh, CW show? Uh, the DC Flash. show, The Flash. Yeah. yeah the okay. Flash. Yeah, because we watched The Flash. So how do you guys feel like the, the the show, you know, so, I mean, some of us have only watched the first few seasons. Some of us has been caught up to now. Do you guys feel like the show will kind of live on as? So I know it's really hard to say, right? Because obviously we don't know what's going to be held in the future for the character of The Flash. 
But is this good, like the definitive version of the Flash that people are going to know uh, in the future? Or do you guys think that there's going to be a possibility that, you know, someone, you know, whoever the next Flash is going to is going to take it and run, you know, in the cinematic universe? Or do you guys think this is a I don't want to say good enough because we can always do better. But is this kind of the definitive version of the character that you guys let's just say y'all were to show someone introduce the flash to someone you didn't have comics or anything you know you can make them read a million comics what would you guys show them to be like this is the flash this is the character <laughs> i love and obviously we haven't seen the new flash movie yet so we don't know i know it's a tough question but would this yeah. be even be considered on that list to be like yeah check check out a few episodes of this this is who the flash is if I any of that makes sense the cw show because it shows the most of the flash and barry allen okay uh yam you were gonna say I would say I probably wouldn't if I were to be like, oh, here's the Flash, no comics, no nothing. I would, I would probably show them an episode of Justice League Unlimited, but I didn't watch that too much. I would, no, mm, I I would probably go Young Justice because that's my favorite version of the Flash. That's one of my favorite shows overall that I've watched ever, Young Justice. And there are a few Flash family focused episodes. And if I were to be like, hey, here's Here's the gist. I'd be like, watch season whatever episode, whatever, to just the Flash episode. 100%. No, that I like that. What about everyone in there? There's more of Wally in that show than Barry or the Flash. It is Wally. Yeah, but but you get it is Wally, but there is like a couple episodes that focuses on the Flash family. So you see, you see, uh, what was it? You you have Barry, I would say Iris. No, it is Iris. I was thinking of Candace Patton again. I was (laughs) thinking her name was. No, that's totally cool. Um, what about you guys? What what would you guys show someone if they were to be like to show them who the Flash was? It could be video games too, if you guys, you know, whatever it may be. Um, there is also some great animated movies, Justice League War, or even the Flashpoint. The Flashpoint yeah. animated Flashpoint yes. Paradox yes. film is yes. probably yes. the best Very if you good. want like Barry Allen. Um, but I I too would probably go with Young Justice. Young Justice, I always say to people. If you don't want to read the backlog of 100 years of DC, just watch Young Justice. They get it all right. Very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like The Flash will just be remembered in that same like way as Smallville, where it's like, ah, oh, that was just the best that 10 was a years moment. of The that Flash. That was a time. You know, because like Smallville, nobody's thinking like, oh, Tom Welling is the definitive Superman. But yeah. he was, for a lot of people, a good a good 10 years, you know? Or you could just come back and play Superman for the DCEU. I mean, yeah, they're looking on, for someone anyways. That would work. Do it. You know? <laughs> no, that's or cool. You can get the Ooh. guy that played Adam in the CW shows. Adam? Oh, he did. Uh, get Adam, Ray Palmer. Too. Oh, Ray Palmer. Oh, yeah. Just bring him back oh, in. Bring yeah. Him yeah. I thought he was a good Superman. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I thought he was a really good Superman. Um, unfortunately, the movie he was in wasn't fantastic. And of course, we have the person we can't talk about anymore as Lex Luthor, but you know, I, listen, Kevin Spacey, he was an actor. He was good for his time, but uh, again, crimes. Um, so let's go over to you, Jeremiah. What was your favorite version of the character? And what would you, uh, who, what would you recommend to someone who had never seen the flash before? I would probably say my favorite version is the CW flash just because it's live action and mm-hmm. I think that Grant Gustin did a great portrayal of the Flash. However, the per- I would ask the person if they preferred 
cartoons or live action. And then if they mm. preferred cartoons, it may be just uh, Flashpoint Paradoxes. That's one of my all-time favorite graphic novels and animated 100%. movies. Yeah. Or uh, go back even further and go Justice League. Um, and if they wanted live action, absolutely the CW show. Show them the first episode. Uh, just forget about the movies. They don't exist. <laughs> One hundred percent. So, so just real quick before we, before uh, Christian, uh, you're going to give your answer, and it's going to be awesome. I know it. Um, but you know, um, we're going to have we're going to have a we're going to have a reunion of sorts when the Flash movie comes out. We are going to go watch it. Yes. Weekend, and we are going to come back and talk about it. Um, what we thought about it and how it's going to go. Just, I just want to get that out of the way. We're going to do that. I'll set that up. Like right after we're done with this, I'm not even joking. I'm going to get it done. I will pay for your guys' tickets. I don't care. We're going to go watch it. We're going to hang out. We're going to go. Person? We're going to talk about it afterwards. But anyways, Christian, uh, what is your favorite version of Flash? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Flashpoint. Also, like, uh, also like Kevin, uh, I do love dc and i think if there's any place that dc is kicking marvel's ass it's these animated movies man yes like um i would still say after all these years my favorite animated little thing that they've done was um under the red hood i like um jensen eccles Eccles red hood incredible fantastic him in a live action um is red hood yeah um also shout out to batman he's voicing batman now isn't he in some stuff Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, he has. Yeah. He has. Um, same with like Tro- Troy Baker. Also, shout out to Troy Baker because he's the only person who's played Batman and the Joker in the same goddamn thing. Um, what? Which is epic. Uh, Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. Go watch it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I did watch so, that. And which is really good too. Jake Castorino, my homie, directed that. So it was really nice. cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I would say Flashpoint Paradox. Um, that That is just fantastic. Also, like if you haven't seen that like what they do with like thomas wayne um mm-hmm. i i just feel like that makes way more sense because like not to get like super dark but you know what i mean like i think it's part of life to like outlive your parents right but i think it's yeah. way more tragic when you lose a child and i feel like that makes more sense to drive somebody to the madness that's batman than like losing 100 i don't know if i'm making a D villain <laughs> that is true. true. That is true. That's true. Oh no! <laughs> also, to add to what Christian said, the uh, Joker in the Flashpoint, she's also Martha Wayne. So, yeah. Like, yeah, losing her kid drove her to do that, and then they, Thomas and Martha, start fighting each other. Uh, it was really interesting if you read the extended uh, uh, graphic novels of Flashpoint, seeing him deal with her and how they went about that. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely, really, really cool. Um, I think Flashpoint would be mine as well. Like Flashpoint is the ultimate Flash story, I think. And uh, it's my favorite Flash story also. I think, um, you know, it brings in all elements that I love about the character and the family and stuff like that. And I just think it's, it's uh, and like you said, Christian, I mean, it's, it's, it's driving, you know, a parent to become Batman and the Joker, you know, on both sides of the token, losing a child would do that laughs. to somebody. No, that is not the Joker who laughs. Joker who laughs is... Somebody else, um, but who uh, your favorite? Did we already? No. Oh, the Flash. Oh, yeah, oh, the live action. Yeah, live action Flash. So, um, yeah. So the show is going to be coming to an end. Um, the the season premieres on February 9th, if I'm not mistaken. February eighth, Wednesday, February eighth. Just in um, time for my birthday. Just in time for this kid's birthday. He's going to be sixteen. Sixteen Ooh. years old. Yeah. You have a big birthday. Yeah, driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get a permit and then I need to move to Yeah, there's all that jazz. Um, but anyways, 
yeah so um yeah let us know what you guys think if you guys like the flash what are your guys' thoughts on the tv show what are your guys' thoughts on the upcoming movie um please let us know in comments and uh and yeah we'll be happy to hear from you guys and talk to you guys um so now i like to move on to our weekly recommend section what are you guys doing what are you guys watching what are you guys playing what are you guys reading what do you guys you know want to tell people they should be checking this thing out because it's cool um christian do you want to go first um i've been just keeping up with well okay in in a week's time in a week from today of, of this recording it's sunday the 8th uh we will be getting i think the first episode of the last of us on hbo yes. and i am yes. very 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 stoked for that so um, yeah, that's... I'm going to force him to stay up all night and finish. <laughs> I need to finish the game. I know the first season is only going to cover the first game they said. So, yeah, which I think it, that means it's only going to be a two season show. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. They said they're not going any further than the games. Like whatever's right. in the game, that's all they're that's all they're covering. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah, what have you been watching? Anything? Reading? What have you been doing? What do you recommend people check out? Uh, so. I, I will talk briefly about my show because I can literally talk about it for a while. I oh, uh, recently discovered a show called Scorpion, which is set okay. in the NCIS universe. It's a group of uh, geniuses who are led by Walter O'Brien with a 197 IQ, fourth highest IQ in the world. And nice. uh, they work for Homeland Security as well as other people. And they just solve problems that nobody else can solve. Even the top people in the government can't solve these. And they do these crazy things. It's described as a high octane adventure. And it's like, I know things aren't gonna go bad, but every episode I'm just on the edge of my seat and freaking out, especially when like the people that I want to be together aren't being together. And I'm just yelling at the TV. <laughs> it's super into it. I, that's my favorite show right now. I love it. Cool. Uh, video games, I've been playing Halo Infinite and Shadow of Mordor. Dude, I, I need to play shadow of war i love shadow of mordor mm. i just haven't uh the shadow of war just came on the playstation plus pass i believe um uh, so we're gonna check that out um that's cool man yeah shadow of mordor is amazing yeah. it's incredible uh nickish what you got what you've been uh checking out what you've been doing uh mostly i've just been doing my own game stuff but we're pretty excited to get caught up on the new season of doom patrol Cool. Um, psyched out of my gourd for that and uh bad batch season two uh is out bad batch yeah. recommend to everybody if like you're ever curious about watching how the galaxy turns into the empire i mean it's immediate aftermath of revenge of the Sith, so it's awesome uh very, very cool. excited about that cool awesome yeah um, I've also been doing game stuff, same as Nick. Um, in general, I've recently I've been playing in terms of video games. I've been playing Breath of the Wild. Um, oh, when I was on I've a been couple, replaying that on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, when I was on like two weeks ago, I said that Hades Two was coming out in March. I lied. Mm -hmm. I was mixing it up with Breath of the Wild Two, oh, which is coming yeah. out in March. So I'm in the middle of my of my replay, but no, okay. I decided now I want to shout this out. So Nick and I play Dungeons and Dragons, as you all know. But mm -hmm. my favorite game, the game we play every Wednesday, don't fall, okay, is um you you can see this. It's Monster of the Week. It's please, blurring itself out. It doesn't want us yeah. to see it. Work. It's copyright. Oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we can see it now. Please. We can see it now. Hold it. Oh, you can see it now. Okay, I'm not just don't move it. Things about that that game monster of the week and trying not to move is so good <laughs> it's 
it's my favorite it's my favorite game that we that we play instead of using a whole plethora of dice which i love to use we just use two d6s and it's awesome and it's i love it because it 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 puts you more into like a narrative driven game um if that's like what you're interested in cool yeah I'm obsessed Thanks. with this. I always tell people to play it. Well, I'm excited to for you guys to teach me how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Did you oh, play that back in like I did. I played it back in. Listen, I I played it in the '90s. I'm like, I you played like 3.5. We're, we're yeah, gonna, yeah, I played. We're, like, we're gonna get five E on you. Let's yeah, do it. Oh we're all gonna do it. Um, I'll join. Eli will gladly join. It's my favorite um, game. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and I'll be able to. We'll be able to have a really, really fun. Uh, uh, American life, public life as American nerd uh, D and D campaign. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah, I think that would be yeah. fun. We could do it a podcast. We'll talk about that. I think that would be fantastic. Um, Elijah, real quick, what have you been watching? What have you been playing? What have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing. I should know this because I'm your dad. Yes. But they <laughs> for the people who don't live here. I've been playing Doom Eternal, and I've been going through all the Mario Kart cups and doing all the different CCs, trying to get three stars cool um and i've been watching tokyo revengers and a couple other shows nice oh yeah what what came out with the second season on hulu uh, the, the first episode the new season of tokyo revengers yes tokyo revengers he's been watching that um i have also been playing breath of the wild i picked it up for the switch i had it for the wii u that's what i played it for when it oh, came wow. out um but i picked it up for the switch uh last weekend and i've been playing through again and it's God, I love that game so much. It's so good. Um, I'm, I'm so excited. What? I, I, I finally got, I guess I did. Okay. I just kind of started it again. So I, I don't know, like you just got the hang glider. I, I did. Well, because I, I, you know, um, work and everything. <laughs> I, got, I got all that. I got all that. But anyway, so yeah, so I can't, I'm, I'm really excited to get back into it again because I'm tears of the kingdom is like at the top of my list for games coming out this year cannot wait for that um hades too yeah but tears of the kingdom looks incredible um we've also been um re-watching so i'm not i don't have super high expectations for this show but i'm going to shout it out anyways because it's going to be on netflix it's a sitcom on netflix and i am talking about that 90s show okay it doesn't look fantastic it looks like <laughs> it's gonna be it looks like it's going to be okay but seeing like the second trailer that came out when it showed all the returning characters coming back, I was like, all right, like it's going to be something there. Uh, we are rewatching that 70s show just because uh, we've had it on in the background. We're just watching it, you know, on our weekends and we come home from work, just check it out in the evenings. Um, I forget how it's a really good. It is really, really funny. It's got some really, really great stuff in it. In my opinion, it's one of the last like great sitcoms. Like it's before they kind of took a dive and became whatever you know the big bang theory was um but i don't hate the big bang theory i don't hate. i do they, okay well there you go okay then i can i can i can uh, be on the same page as you i don't despise it but it's not it's not great um but i feel like that 70 shows was one of the last batch of really good ones before oh, things so just kind of took it out it's the bad batch it's just the bad batch yeah oh yeah pretty much <laughs> so anyways um so yeah, so so those are our recommends for this uh, week. Are you guys excited for Tears of the Kingdom? I am. Um, I know a bunch of us are. Please let us know in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. And what are you guys excited for? Yeah, so do I. What are you guys excited for? What are you guys checking out? Let us know. Um, guys, I think it's time to wrap up the show. We're at the end here. Thank you all for joining us so much, guys. I really, really appreciate it. Um, 
Jeremiah, thank you for joining us. Like I said, we're definitely going to have you back when we go watch The Flash. Um, and since, you know, like I said, we're surrounded by 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 a bunch of uh, D&D nerds, we got to do a D&D something, right? We're going to have a D&D nerds. Well, the whole show is called That's My Public Life is an American yeah. Nerd. We, we celebrate our nerdness here. We we'll, do, we'll do a one shot. We'll do it live. Do it we live. Do, hey, yes. let me know. Yeah. We have to do a one shot, especially with the movie coming out soon. We gotta, oh, we yes. gotta prep up. We gotta wrap up for that. So we'll definitely be doing something when that comes yeah. out. Um, but Jeremiah, where can people find you? Uh, you talk about, uh, you know, you're on. You do a lot of streaming. You do uh, a lot of TikToks. You're on TikTok. I know that. Um, where can people find you on these things, man? Where can people check out your stuff? Uh, right now, the only place I'm really doing anything is Twitch. My username is Press X for Awesome. I pretty much only do D&D, world building, campaign writing, and uh, building up small community there. I just recently launched my Discord server for my uh, Twitch community. So I am actually going to be looking to do one shots once a month with uh, people that are on my Discord and my uh, Twitch followers. So looking forward to start doing that. And my TikTok, it's magicman underscore 95, but I'm not really, I haven't been active on that for like a year. So not really doing anything on there. You know, I saw a funny Christmas video you just did. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Dancing Santa. We love it. Um, anyways, uh, Nickish, where can people find you? Uh, they can't generally find okay. me. They've, they've really <laughs> tried. The last few weeks have been really difficult. I will give them a clue though. Uh, after each show, Kevin usually puts me back into his dusty box of DC Comics. <laughs> he forgets me in the garage until the next Sunday. So you can find I me do. in Kevin's garage where it's really <laughs> cold and damp. There you go. You can find him there. Um, yeah. Where can people find your artwork and stuff? Super great stuff. My artwork can be found on the space market. Some of it and the rest of it can be found on my own iPad that you can't see. <laughs> well you gotta you gotta put it out there people love it i think it, eventually it, it, you know what most of my art is actually just my dungeons and dragons characters there is hey, one monster of the week characters yes ellie or, or my daughter you, you guys know ellie she has she is obsessed with that black canary um piece sticker. of art that you did the sticker Aww. like she will not like she That's loves sweet. that thing like the other day we were cleaning a room and she had to find that because she thought she'd lost it but we oh, found it gonna, all is I'm good gonna bring her some more well, <laughs> she, she absolutely loves it no no joke i think i, I it, I, I love it too. We all love it. It's incredible. It's great artwork. We we all love it here. Uh, Christian, of course, where can people find you? Of course. In Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Christian Nakorda, you guys can find me. Uh, there yeah. are other Christian Nakordas that exist, but I'm the better one. So don't. Yeah, worry. he's the good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I followed uh, all of them just to make sure I got you. Out of all of them, 100%. Um, you can find me, Kevin underscore Hoskinson, on uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, wherever you, wherever, you know, I'm doing my. I think Twitter, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, also check out, listen, I'm, I'm on this campaign to get my reels to, to up as many likes as I can. There's a reason for it. But if we can, you know, if you could check out my Facebook page and then go to reels and just kind of, you know, if you're not subscribed, you can uh, subscribe or you can just like every single thing there if, if you do like it, you know, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun doing that stuff. So go check that stuff out. Um, and yeah, that's the show, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you all for, for sticking around. And we really, really appreciate the, you people who have been, everyone who's been listening and, and sharing our episodes and stuff like that. We really, really could not 
um, do this without you guys. And we do it for you guys. And, and we're really excited to be able to hang out with you guys. Um, and make sure to do that. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you're listening. Make sure to share. Every share helps us out so much. Like it helps us out. It means the world to us. So I'm going to be more grateful. And that is it. And as usual, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And as always, stay nerdy, America. Bye.